30 Nerdy's presenting sponsor and the home of all of the official 30 Nerdy swag is Advertising Expressions. Juice, what would Superman be without the big S on his shirt? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about Iron Man? What, what if he couldn't slap that Stark Industries logo on everything? You know, Clark and Tony, they probably go to Advertising Expressions, like us, for all their advertising needs. Oh, yeah. And so should you. And when you need your own symbol, like for work, church, school, a team of super friends maybe, check out Advertising Expressions. They can help you get your name and logo in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. That's right. So whether you're a billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, or faster than a speeding bullet, check out Advertising Expressions at advertising-expressions.com. Or give them a call at 423-586-3270. And tell them the nerds at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. What's up, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome to a very special, a very odd, a very different episode of 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, the Duke of Nerds, the sweet tea of the Nerdy South, Tyler Mack, and I'm joined by the co-host of 30 and Nerdy, the pod father of the show, and the doctor of Nerdonomics, Josh Davis. How are you, Josh? Hey, hey man, I'm still buzzing from the fantastic weekend we had at Fanboy Expo in Knoxville. Can you believe it? Me too, man. Oh, it's been unbelievable. It's been over a week now. We've had a chance to, to dissect and, you know, decompress from from all the craziness that happened in one weekend. Busy um, weekend. It was a very busy weekend. And yeah. it comes off of a series of I knew that leading up to my surgery, this would be like my last hurrah for a little while. Because like the weekend <laughs> before I did SummerSlam and then the weekend before that, we did the big tournament for Nolan and Chattanooga. So I was like these next three weekends are, are really going to be a nice little doing yeah. things and going out because I haven't really done much since last Monday. Um, as, as most of the listeners know, I had a surgery on my foot to, to fix a lot of things that needed fixing things that I didn't know that needed fixing um, more so than, than the gout. And I found out why the medicine wasn't actually working. Um, it, it, I think I described it to you the way the doctor post-surgery told me is it was like a, like a, a change purse or a little bag of diamonds, all those hard diamond, hard rock gout crystals were just sitting at the bottom of my foot and, and in joints and all that. And they hadn't dissolved. So everything was stacking on top of one another, which slowly started to push my pinky toe out of the socket. So it actually was completely out of the socket. I'd been walking around for all this time with a dislocated pinky toe and not knowing it. Nice. So they fix everything. Uh, I go up for my first week post-op tomorrow. And, uh, and I'm excited to see where we go from here. Um, allegedly, I should feel like a new man once I'm healed. I should be able to do a lot of things that I was, no pun intended, tiptoeing around. <laughs> Uh, when, when I no get, pun intended, yeah. but that was a good pun. That was a good pun. How punny! They should probably send me to the penitentiary. Oh my! 
All right, let's not get carried away. We just wanted to talk a little bit about Fanboy Expo and the second half of this episode, you're going to hear interviews uh, that we were fortunate enough to to participate in over the weekend. Uh, audio interviews of some cosplay friends of ours, some people who competed in the contest, including the, the grand champion of this year's contest, the winner. Um, also an interview with Armin Shimmerman from Star Trek, who was there to promote his 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 franchise. His I love Legion Woman. Very lovely gentleman. Yeah. Uh, very well spoken. And uh, he even told us a, a story that's not told much about how Sir Patrick Stewart was found for the part of Picard. Uh, yep. So so that was kind of interesting. He was like, you know, you'll be the first of, to hear this story. Not a lot of people know this. So, hey, an exclusive first time story from Armin Shimmerman. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I will say that there will be a little bit edited out. And I'll go ahead and, and tell you now, uh, old T-Mac here asked a stupid question early in the interview because I was just kind of nervous. We were a little caught off guard. We, we were a little expecting. caught off guard because we weren't expecting the interview. His his publicist just walked over to us and said, hey, we'd like to be on your podcast and talk about his book. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Gigi. Okay. <laughs> so we just wanted to take this first little bit of time to uh to talk about our experience juice what are some some highlights and lowlights of the weekend for you oh man uh it was just a great weekend completely from start to finish uh i love that environment the convention environment seeing all the cosplayers and all the shops and the art and seeing the celebrities and interacting with them and stuff um i've been to many conventions at this point man and i've been to fanboy ah multiple times uh mm-hmm. many 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 times uh but being on that side of it being there as like an artist slash vendor you know whatever you want to call us was really cool um you know getting the opportunity to just you know you sit at the table for a minute i'm going to walk around and see what there is to see and talk to people yeah we made some great new friends with our neighbors there uh mutant glue shout out to her great new friend cubster cosplay photography Mm-hmm. Kiki Rose, uh, Mind Blown FX, all these these great people that we got to meet and hang out with and, and work with when we yeah. got to MC the cosplay contest, which was just a wild and crazy experience. I mean, we were just blown away, not only by the quality of the great costumes that we yeah. saw, but by the sheer number of cosplayers who showed up to take part in the contest. I mean, we were turning people away at this point because we yeah. had something like 400 people. Yeah. So we had a packed house, you know. We got to entertain uh, the uh, the guests at the cosplay contest. We got to introduce the cosplayers as they came on. Great time. What an experience. A highlight of the, <laughs> the weekend was uh, Rev and I went to the, the men's room, and we were talking about Assassin's Creed. Uh, and, you know, the, the rule is, it's an unspoken rule between gentlemen. Gentlemen know. When you go to the bathroom stalls, you pick the farthest ones away so like one end and then the other end right well there's only three so i'm at one logan's at the one on the other end well some other gentleman comes up between us you know it is it's fine that's you know when there's one open you just go to it and so i just continue my conversation finish up and wash our hands and walk out the door and logan says you ever peed next to a dragon before and i said well not that i can recall why do you ask 
And he said, well, that was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat there at the stall between us. I had no idea. Breaking the rule. So, and well, and also like this is two times. Not only have I stood at a urinal next to a dragon, I've also stood at the urinal next to Superman. That's true. So what can I say? Mr. Dean Kane himself. That's true. And when I tell that story, people always ask me, did you look? Of course I didn't look, you perverts. Oh. I didn't look, you perverts. It's not. Was I tempted? Cool. Now that's another story. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> no, that was that was that was uh, kind of a funny story. Uh, we got to talk to the Godfather, and just man, it was great. I didn't want to leave. I know, man. I know. I got to have a, a personal moment with Kevin McNally at the right ridiculous, awesome soda stand that was right beside our. Well, Wild Bills. Wild Bills. It's like handcrafted homemade sodas. You it, could buy like this mug and you got free refills all day at the convention. And, it's and like, the line was backed up for so good. Ever. But I was like, why are you beside us? I've been doing really good with my water and not drinking so many sodas. And the weekend was just was just a wash for that aspect of things. Oh, but, no. Yeah, but it was no. good. I absolutely just gorged myself on uh, root beer. So it was it was good stuff. I, I I ended up making a concoction with the grape soda and the the cream soda, and it was really good. And Ke- what Kevin McNally was getting his mug as I was getting refills, and he said, "Which one do you think I should try?" And I said, "I don't know." And he asked me what one was, and I said, "I don't know." And he said, well, "I don't know if I should try it." And I just took the bullet. I hadn't refilled yet. I said, "I'll try it for you." It was like birch, birch. It tasted like whorehound candy and it was awful. And so I poured it out and I said, don't get that one. And it's like, so, okay, thank you. What, what should I get? And I said, I've been rolling on this little duo that I created yesterday and it was really good. And so he rolled on that the rest of the weekend. I ran in, I ran past his booth the next day and kind of waved at him and he held up his mug and just kind of signifying like, hey, that's a suggestion. <laughs> So that was really cool. And, you know, it's really awesome to get to, to pay and get in line for these autographs and, and just, you know, little second conversations and all that. But the two moments we had were personal moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they go a lot long, longer way than, oh, I waited in line. I paid the 40 to $80, whatever, you know, and you were just in line with people. But yeah. like you pissing next to Ricky the Dragon. <laughs> yeah. And, getting to talk to the godfather and me kevin mcnally and at the end of the thing i got to talk to jesse flowers who does a voice in avatar just about i didn't like get an autograph or anything i just wanted to get her opinion on how to get into voice acting and it was just a cool conversation and uh it was just a fun weekend i'd have to say my high is is just the the nerd hurt seeing all these people get together with this passion and and even people who who like got eliminated in our first round of the cosplay contest, staying and watching the cosplay contest and like yeah. complimenting other people on their cosplay and how did you do that? Oh, let me give you my card. You know, you can email me. We yeah. can we can swap the, the connections, you know. man. That that was yeah. the best part for me. All the connections made, like us with our new friends and mm-hmm. you know, being invited to go to things in the future, you know, hopefully and um people here at home that made connections with us uh mm. hopefully more on that later so yes that was the highlight for me just all the the new relationships that that we formed uh, absolutely and we got to give a huge shout out to the rev 
He did a lot of footwork. He was he's yeah. a heck of a promoter and and networker and and never really like asks to be in the pictures or the recordings or stuff. But you know, a lot of the the stuff that we get to do this past weekend were because he mentioned something to somebody or he said, Hey, come over and see us when you get a chance or, you know, and just the way he ran with that clipboard during the cosplay contest. Oh yeah. He just took charge. Out. I mean, he yeah. just took direction. And, and so shout out to you, Rev. Uh, we love you. Thank you for all your help. You uh, know, uh, when, when you're at a live WWE event and, and you see the, the guy sitting in front of the camera in front of the talent, giving them the signals like, Hey, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap right. it up. You got two minutes. You got two minutes. Yeah. That was the Logan for us yeah. in the cosplay contest. So like, Hey, we're down to 25. We got 25 yeah. minutes. Hey, we got like, JD. Hey, juice, juice, JD, JD. Hey man, you got six minutes, man. You got six yeah. minutes. Okay. All right. I got, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was, he was a great like producer. He was like yeah. producer of the cosplay contest. And also a shout out to Nashville night and mass Mateo for helping us entertain the audience and the little bit because there was a lot of hurry up and wait when we would get through different sections of the cosplay yes getting them off getting them awarded and then going to the next there was a little five to six minutes of dead time in between and the two of them are hilarious yes and and both of them have inspired me to redouble my efforts with my workouts so thank you gentlemen dude they were they were funny and and the rest yeah. of the ones who just stood on the side stage and helped like madam knight and i believe uh Nashville Deathstroke is is the Instagram for one of the guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Madam Knight was a huge help. Huge Shout help out to her, especially yeah. with the young, with the younger generation of cosplayers, and and talking to them a lot. Like, how'd you do this? You know, oh, that's really cool. You know, giving them younger generation of cosplayers hints and tips to to use in their next you know adventure, and and it's really cool. It really is cool this world because like you know a year ago this week we got to interview the women of cosplay yeah it's ironic that here we are getting to interview cosplayers again and actually yeah. work hand in hand with them at a convention so it, it's really been an awesome opportunity to open our eyes even more and yeah. and it shows an even bigger respect for the world of cosplay which we did cosplay on the last day i went as eddie from stranger things and you went as mr lord mr star lord himself and uh, also, we were accompanied by Mirabelle. Yes, little Emma got to go and meet a, a, a hero of hers, Adassa, uh, who is Dolores. the voice behind Dolores. She was lovely. She was just wonderful. Uh, she dressed up like Dolores. She even sang a little bit of "We Don't Talk About Bruno" with Emma. They took a picture together with their hand up to their ears. She signed a like a, a picture and everything it was great it was a great experience it really was emma is emma's taking that picture to her show and tell at school tomorrow oh good yeah that's great and just one little experience to jump start her into the world of con with us the kid is a nerd man she's yeah. a nerd she's all in she went to bed watching superhero squad tonight so uh i did something nice. right and also a huge shout out to my fiance maddie she worked the booth on saturday Thank you, Maddie. Yes, absolutely. Gosh. I mean, we were just over overwhelmed by the signups yeah. and we ran out of papers to sign yeah. people up. So her and Rev just grabbed note cards and saying name, costume, you know, how much yeah. did you make yourself, you know, your, you know, email, blah, blah, blah. And like just winging it because, you know, I mean, 
That's what you have to do sometimes. And when we weren't there, she was a great representative, a mm-hmm. beautiful smiling face for people to, to greet mm-hmm. them at the table while they waited for us to come by. So huge shout out to Maddie. We appreciate you so much. We love you, girl. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so aside from that, I mean, it was a little hectic in the cosplay contest at times, but you know, when you're, you know, organizing this thing, which I think we got a handle on very well as a team. Oh yeah. Uh, seeing as how, you know, it was our first time um, come to find out that it was the whole team's first time that usually the place has a, uh, a cosplay team based out of Knoxville that used to run it. And now they've all disbanded and moved to different parts of the country. So this was also their first year without uh, some semblance of a team running. it. Yeah. We just kind of came together as if we were the Avengers themselves and and got it done and got it done we did the dang thing heard a lot of compliments and joanna got a lot of compliments about it so hopefully we'll we'll be back with uh with next year and uh if you if you came by and talked to us and you're listening now it was so nice meeting you uh even just individual conversations we had with people that came up and asked you know what are y'all about and took a card and a sticker or a pen or something and some people got to get shirts the weekend cleaned us out of our swag box and yeah. we're going to have to rebuild that back up. So worldwide, baby, 30 nerdies worldwide, worldwide. At, least in, at least in East Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> so that it was just a great experience and we highly recommend if you're within driving distance and you didn't go. Um, I think they saw over 4,000 people over the weekend. And 400 of them signed up for the cosplay contest. So, you know, that's that's awesome. I think the it'll nerdiverse is alive and well, baby. And it, it's such great proof that we, we, you know, we think sometimes, sometimes it can be a little underwhelming to us to where we think it's our little circle of friends, like the only nerds that really go out of out, out and do it big in East Tennessee, because sometimes it can feel that way. You know, like we're alone, but every year at Fanboy, it proves that we're not because mm-hmm. people drive from all over East Tennessee to go to Fanboy Expo in Knoxville. And well, they should. We get to we get to meet new friends and that's what cons are all about. And yeah. seeing the passion was amazing. And sharing your love for, you know, these silly little TV shows and movies, you know, that to so many other people are just that, but to us, it, it means so much more than that. And to get to go and share that with people who love it as much as you do and who share your love of building costumes and, and mm-hmm. creating things and art and collecting and podcasting and all of the things, you know, that's what it's all about. So shout out to all of you people who go to conventions and, and have a great time. Uh, we enjoyed being there with you and we can't wait to see you at the next one. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break right here. When we get back, you're going to hear all the amazing interviews that we got to participate in at Fanboy Expo in Knoxville, Tennessee this year. Cheers to you, nerds. They're creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky. And they're coming to Encore Theatrical Company this October. The Adams Family, a comical feast that embraces the wackiness in every family, features an original story, and it's every father's nightmare. Wednesday Adams, the ultimate princess of darkness, has grown up and fallen in love with a sweet, smart young man from a respectable family. 
a man her parents have never met. And if that wasn't upsetting enough, Wednesday confides in her father and begs him not to tell her mother. Now, Gomez Adams must do something he's never done before. Keep his secret from his beloved wife, Morticia. Everything will change for the whole family on the fateful night they host a dinner for Wednesday's normal boyfriend and his parents. The Adams Family, the next installment in Encore's Young Star series, runs October 7th through the 16th at Encore's new home at Oak Tree Plaza, 1570 Buffalo Trail in Morristown, Tennessee. For tickets to this show or season tickets for the remainder of this season, go to etcplays.org or call 423-813-8331. Encore Theatrical Company believes in the power of the arts, and if you come check out what Encore has to offer, we're certain you will too, because it's not just theater, it's Encore. 30 and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Tennessee Legend Distillery. Established in the summer of 2015, Tennessee Legend Distillery is more than just another moonshine stop in the Smoky Mountains. From our multi-award winning silky smooth salted caramel whiskey to our King Snake two-year-old bourbon whiskey, our local favorite vodka, and even our legendary line of cream liqueurs, there is something for everyone. Focusing on a small town vibe, our family and friend owned and operated business has kept us grounded to the heritage of the volunteer state with our fun, courteous, and smiling staff. Come in for free tastings and leave with your spirit of choice, whether it be Richard's Damn Good Gin or the legendary Hammershine. You can find us on social media by searching Tennessee Legend Distillery, where you can see behind the scenes features new deals, and our always fan-favorite Thirsty Thursday cocktail recipes. Now we do have two locations here in Sevierville, one on Highway 66, one on Newport Highway. We also have locations in Cookville and Nashville. If you do visit our Sevierville location located at 870 Winfield Dunn Parkway, tell them the guys at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. You'll receive a free shot glass, and 15% off your purchase. What are you waiting for? Come be a legend at Tennessee Legend Distillery. Cheers to you, nerds. What's up, nerds? This is Rich from the Three Fat Nerds Podcast, and you're listening to our Council of Nerds Brethren, the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Of course, when you're done with this awesome podcast, you can check out the Three Fat Nerd Podcast wherever you get great podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. And if you want all your information about what we do over there, you can visit 8122productions.com. Now let's get back to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Welcome back to 30 and Nerdy Podcast. We are here at Fanboy Expo in Knoxville, and we're joined by Mr. Armin Shimmerman. What an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Nice so to nice you. to have you here. So tell us, what brings you here to Knoxville this week? Uh, I'm here primarily uh, to sell my books. I'm a novelist as well as an actor. 
and uh, uh, having a lovely time here. People have been terrific. The books have been going like hotcakes. The book, by the way, is called Illyria. That's the series. It's called Illyria. And it's put out by Jumpmaster Press, which you can find at www.jumpmasterpress.com. Please check it out. Absolutely. So you've had an illustrious career. Most people would know you from the Star Trek uh, franchise. Well, and we followed you with the third installation. And uh, we, we lived in the shadow of the other two yeah, for many sure. years. Uh, but I think thanks to streaming, our show has been much more appreciated than Absolutely. it does when we first did. So tell us a little bit about the book. So what brought the idea and when did you start writing? Well, like most, uh, like most uh, Star Trek actors, I'm a classical actor. Most of the actors who are the series regulars on, on the shows tend to be classical actors. Um, I think because Star Trek deals with larger-than-life issues, which is what classical theater also deals with. It also deals with uh, distinct and different type of language. Uh, we call it technobabble. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, out of my classical oh, studies, I'm a Shakespeare teacher teacher Barry at the University of Southern California, as well as theaters uh, around the Los Angeles area. So, out of my Shakespeare studies, uh, I decided to write this book about Shakespeare. It takes place in 1583. Shakespeare is the secondary character. The primary character is a mystic named John Dee, uh, who everybody should investigate at one time or another. I've spent my life studying John Dee. And my book is about uh, John Dee, besides being a mystic and, and a great librarian and a great mathematician and a great chemist, uh, and helped discover, I believe, either longitude or latitude of the um, uh, He was also a spy. So during the course of, of that period of time in Europe and England, uh, there was a great controversy about religion. Uh, Protestantism had just sort of started in the last hundred years. Some countries were accepting it, other countries weren't. England uh, both accepted it and rejected it during the course of Shakespeare's lifetime. Um, and this this story is about the loyalty of one particular Ladies family. and gentlemen, Keith David will be leaving at 3.30. At 3.30. And that's what the book's about. Awesome. No, 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 no. I'm so there's a question of religion. There's a Additionally, the Rikishi photo-op Just like the announcements at school. Yeah, I'm a theater like teacher, so... Get right in the middle of the juicy part of the lesson, and then yeah. there's the announcement. So, it, it, to investigate the loyalty of a count, uh, because at that time, historically, there were teams of Jesuit priests uh, immigrating from Europe into England to, to give mass. Mass was outlawed during the Elizabethan times. So, um, uh, the government wants to find out if this particular island, this particular count, is facilitating the influx of Jesuit missionaries into England. They send John Dee, who's one of their spies, to investigate the loyalty of this count. Before he goes, he sees a play in London and teams up with this very young playwright, William Shakespeare, and they go to investigate the count. The count turns out to be Count Orsino, who is one of the characters in Twelfth Night. Yes, it is. All of not all the characters, but all the imaginary characters in my book are characters in Twelfth Night. That's great. Wow. Okay. I just did a, a stage play, an original stage play, 
where it was like two professors arguing about how Shakespeare's fight sequences can help you win chess. Uh, and maybe. basically it's like my, my guy, the theater teacher, was basically distracting the, the English professor and cheating the whole time is what uh, he was actually yeah. doing. It was like, you know, Shakespeare taught me how to cheat. How to cheat. Yeah. Well, he, he taught us a lot about a lot of things, so yeah. cheating's probably one of them. Speaking of professors, if I may tell this story, Absolutely. very few people know this story, so this is a first for you. Um, years ago, my professor, a man named David Rhodes, who was one of the people I compliment and thank in the book, um, used to bring in English actors to do plays, to do scenes, uh, to help facilitate his teaching of English literature and Charlie Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, at one of those readings, a man named Robert Justman, who was Roddenberry's associate producer, came to see uh, one of the shows, uh, and um, he, he saw a particular actor in one of the shows who was just helping David Rhodes uh, teach English. He went back to Roddenberry and said, I think I found the captain, and uh, that was my answer. Wow. Wow. Love story. No, he's uh, sir, thank you for stopping by. My pleasure. Thank story. You. We're going to definitely come over there and check out the book. We'll be checking Please out the do. book for sure. Yes. And I hope everybody else will check out the book. It's called Illyria. Two of the novels are out already. It's a trilogy. And the third book comes out by Jumpmaster Press in January the 24th. And it is called An Imbalance of Power. Illyria, An Imbalance of Power. Thank you very we'll much. Spread the word. Cheers to you, man. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I am here with... James Wilson. James Wilson. And tell us about your cosplay today. I uh, just doing a little John Wick. Tried something different. I haven't uh -huh. seen anybody do it in a while. I don't think I've seen any John Wicks here this weekend. So what, you said this is your first time doing cosplay. Yeah. All right, so what made you decide to finally pull the trigger and, and dress up at one of these crazy conventions? Something I've always wanted to do, and John Wick just seemed like an easy start. Yeah, well, what took you so long? I mean, was it you just didn't know how to begin or what? Yeah, I didn't know where to get my foot in the door at. Okay. Well, you've done it now, and you've done a great job. It totally works. I get it. Don't so. Oh, yeah? Oh, well, that's all right. So I'm going to do some rapid-fire questions here. All right. Marvel or DC? Marvel. That's a good answer. I like that. Depend on if your movies or shows. Yeah, that's what we always say, too. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm a Marvel guy myself. All right. So favorite superhero of all time? Favorite superhero of all time. Uh, Hawkeye's always been taught. Wow. But Iron Man is. Iron okay. Man. Iron Man. The little one likes Iron Man. Stark Industries. How about favorite villain? Ooh. I don't know. There's a lot of them that I've always loved. Just anybody that causes any chaos. Okay. Don't matter if it's good. I'm either. hearing Catwoman as well. We like the chaotic villains. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Strength. strength, super strength. Flight. Flight. I like flight I don't know. too. I just love fly. How about? Uh, gosh, uh, what is your favorite franchise of all time? Video game, anime. Anything. Uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, because that's what I always. Final play. Fantasy. Final Fantasy. All right, those are two uh, two responses we haven't had yet. So we got a little mixture of everything here at. Fanboy Expo in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I'm seeing Lando Calrissian walk by. So everything is going on here. Thank you so much. Fanboy, we all have a great time. You heard it right here from John Wick. And you know what that means. You got to do what John Wick says, especially when the dog is involved. All right, nerds, we'll catch you later. What's up, guys? We are here at Knoxville Fanboy Expo, and we are talking to James Inland. 
James, and you are currently cosplaying as the question from DC Comics. Yes, sir. I love it. Yes, we, sir. we talked a little bit yesterday about how we just do not get enough question. Yes. In the mainstream, you, you don't ever get enough questions to begin with. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yes, Everyone that's thinks true. they have enough answers and they're not asking the right questions. Exactly. And that's always the question. That's to ask. always the question to ask. <laughs> so, when did you get into cosplay? Uh, I got into it about six years ago. Uh, my mother, when I was younger, used to always build my costumes and stuff for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And about six years ago, she passed away on it. Oh, yeah. So I got into doing cosplay and stuff to, in a way to honor her by doing the charity work, charity events, stuff yeah. like that. If I figure she was a nurse, so if she could, I could honor her memory. If I make one person's day, and then they kind of, you know, went on her memory there. That's great. That's, that's my, is this your first time in Knoxville? Uh, no, no. I've actually, I've actually been to three of the fanboy conventions. My uh, first one was the, uh, my first bit, uh, actual cosplay was uh, Darth Revan here. Darth Revan, yeah. From Monster of the Old Republic. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yes. So you've been coming for a few years. Yes, sir. Uh, you got to watch the, did you watch I watched the, the, con- the competition. It was amazing. Great stuff, wasn't it? Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Well presented. Stuff. Uh, I got to go after Nightwing, though, on some certain things. But other than that. I understand. <laughs> I understand. It was it was fun. Uh, the the winner was the overall winner was oh, she was wow yeah the yeah talent. and then the the fawn the fawn I mean, was, was amazing was too. amazing too. I actually met the, uh, the her husband and her okay. yesterday yeah and they're very nice people and and awesome. I got to sit with him and talk with him and it was just amazing to hear the process of how she's done her stuff too. Wow yeah. Wow. So what's next after Fanboy? Uh, we're uh, I, me and uh, me and my son and uh, my buddy is going to Memphis Expo uh, okay. in October. Uh, looking forward to meeting uh, Scott Snyder, uh, Greg Bulo, and Glapen there. Well, we're gonna we've got some friends there. They're gonna be hosting a panel, the East Coast Avengers. Okay, some awesome. Friends of the show, so you awesome. have to look out for them. I would definitely will. Yeah, reach definitely out to them. Will. Yeah. And then from there, we're looking at maybe going to uh, Yamacon as oh, well. Good choice. It'll be his first a- actual anime con. This is okay. actually my son's first uh, Comic con. All right. All yeah. yeah. So awesome. with that, man, it's just, you know, just getting them out and having them fun and just doing it. I like to hear that. All right. Before we end it, we like to shoot, shoot questions pretty quickly, you know, spitfire some questions. So okay. Marvel or DC? DC. Great choice. Favorite superhero? The question. Of the course. question. What a question! <laughs> uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Actually, it would probably have to be the regeneration. Uh, regeneration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And favorite uh, franchise? Game, Fra- movie, TV. Ooh. I actually have to say the Arkham series. Arkham series. Yes. Nice. Yes. Good choice. Yes. I actually, I've actually beaten every single one of them and have every Riddler trophy. Oh, you've got well, <laughs> me and Josh. We argue all the time. I think. It pisses me off so much, the trophies. Yeah. And we're like, have you beaten the game? I'm like, yeah, I've beaten the game. He's like, have you beaten beaten the game? I go, no, I haven't, because it's annoying. <laughs> exactly. I was like, 300? I mean, that's too much to ask of somebody. That's just 100 I can understand. I was like, I'm from the, it, it, I'm from part, the generation, though, where, you know, Banjo-Kazooie, you had to find a few G-Joes. Oh, yeah. Not 300, you know. It's part of the experience, and it is true, annoying, true. which is exactly what Riddler was to yep. Batman. Yep. Annoying. Yep. Uh, so I get it. I get it. Yep. Well, James, it was great to meet you. It was great meeting you Thank guys. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much. 
Hey everybody, Josh here and I'm at the Knoxville Fanboy Convention. We just got done with the cosplay contest and I have one of the contestants right here. This is John. Say hello, John. What's up? All right, so this is John and he's dressed as Powerline from a Goofy movie. And anybody who knows me knows I'm a Disney lover. I love Goofy. I love a Goofy movie. We got Powerline right here. He's one of the best characters. Some of the great songs from the movie come from Powerline. So talk to us, John, about how you put this outfit together because you look great. Oh, thank you. Uh, just hours of uh, rhinestoning and then doing the glitter, making the belt, mod podging all of it, and then doing the same thing with the boots, like going through and okay. uh, layering glitter and painting and then doing mod pods to seal it all in. Excellent. Okay, so what, what what inspired you to choose Powerline for this convention? Oh, uh, I just love it. And I know everybody's been having like a rough time these past few years, but like I think Powerline is like that good energy of like eye to eye and just boosting everybody up. Absolutely. So that's what I wanted to bring the con. Yeah, absolutely. And you look great. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions here, okay? okay. Uh, favorite franchise of all time in anything? Uh, Marvel. Marvel. Hey, right on, man. That's mine, too. Okay, we have a little bit of a war on our show about uh, what's better, DC ah, or Marvel. I'm the actually. Marvel guy. He's the DC guy. So that's one for me. All right. Uh, you, favorite character uh, that's a hero? Uh, Superman is like my classic one. That was like growing up, Superman was. Okay, how about favorite villain? Um, Darth Vader. Darth Vader's a good choice. Mm -hmm. It's a great choice. I think that's two that we have for Darth Vader now. You don't normally think about Darth Vader when we're talking about Comic-Con stuff. As far as like superheroes, that's a really good choice. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to say to people out there who they are interested in cosplay, but maybe they're scared to do it or they don't know where to begin? What would you say? I, I just say start. Everybody start somewhere, and um, there's only room. Like, just have fun is the most biggest thing. If Absolutely. you're having fun, everybody's enjoying your costume, and you're going to have fun. And just spread that energy. That's all it's about. That's what it's about. You heard it right here, nerds. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? This is Josh here at the Fanboy Expo Convention in Knoxville, Tennessee, where you boys have been all weekend. And I've made some new friends here, and i got to show you what they have to offer because they have a website. So even if you're not here at home, you can still check them out. Ladies, could you introduce yourselves? Hi, um, I'm Cassie. I'm the head alchemist at Pure Alchemy Soaps. And this is my lovely assistant, my sister, Rihanna. And so what we do here uh, is we have handcrafted soaps themed around the character creation process for fantasy role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons. And so you get to create your character here with us choosing your three soaps from your class right here. And then your race on this side. And then your alignment. I am definitely chaotic good. And so you get to choose your three soaps from your alignment, your race, and your class. We box those three together in a set, like so, personalized with your character's name. Ah. So have you noticed a big, like, uptick in business after all the Stranger Things stuff happened? You know, yes. But I also, um, I really started doing this towards the end of 2018, so the, the momentum was already there. It was already going, already uh, Yeah, and so it really did help boost things up. And the biggest, though, is because 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons is so accessible now, so it's really easy to get into, it's really easy to start and learn everything. Um, you know, that it's, and Critical Role has been oh, a yeah. huge part sure. in making Dungeons & Dragons popular. So how did you get started with this? Like, where did this idea come from? Yeah, so, um, well, I've been making soap for 
12 years and I've been playing role-playing games for twice that long and so um, like I wanted to kind of rebrand and to do something that was more inspired by like the things that I'm passionate about and so at the end of 2018 my friend in Australia was like well why don't you just make D&D soap and I'm like I don't know why I never thought of that and so I decided I didn't want to just sell soap um, you know, I wanted to ha uh, create an experience where people could get to come to my table um, because, you know, when you make a character and you play that character, um, you know, you get really attached and so everybody would love to, to, you know, share about their character and their adventures and, you know, when you come to my table, you know, I love to hear about it. Uh, I think that, you know, it's a little piece of you and you Absolutely. get to share it with the world and here and then you get to kind of commemorate that character right, right. with uh, the, you know, a, a set that's tailored to them. So. If you have a D&D &D fan in your life, what better gift? I mean, get their character information and you can get some soap here. Yeah. What's your favorite of all the soaps that you make? Oh my gosh, okay. It's so like picking your favorite child. It is. It's very difficult. But I will say, my al The Alchemist is one of my favorites. This is actually a scent that I made for me. And then we all was like, I'm kind of an alchemist. I make stuff. So that's when I just, I've decided to make that for the alchemist. My favorite on this table for the races, I think my favorite is kind of tied between two. The no, which is like a nice bright bubbly ginger ale, which is fun. And then the, the half elf, which is like a lang lang flower with the baked bread from the human. So we kind of blend that together. So it's like a, a like an earthy floral. But then my favorite over here. So my favorite and the most popular one on the table are different. The most popular, as uh, I'm sure a lot of gamers can uh, attest to, chaotic neutral. You know, that's a very popular <laughs> alignment to play. But my favorite scent is the neutral evil. And that's based off of the tobacco flower. So it's like a deeper, headier floral with a cumin tobacco base. I try to make the the evil ones um, as really as, as nice as I possibly can. <laughs> because, you know, uh, it's really easy to be evil. You know, it's really nice sometimes. You just think about yourself, you know. But, right, right. But, so I so I kind of themed those in, in a way that I hope uh, reflects you know, the different alignments and the different races and the different classes to be unique for each one. I just think this is such a great idea. I mean, it's genius, right? And like I said, D and D fans, you you've got to know a D and D fan. You got the gift for them right here. I do have something very new. Okay. Just that you, you got to show we, it. We, so um, we've all seen the D and D movie trailer. I sure. hope. Yeah. The the scene where he dives into the gelatinous cube. Right. It's iconic. So this is my next big project. It's a gelatinous cube jelly soap. <laughs> oh, it's so jelly. <laughs> That's going to be launching. Gelatinous. Yeah. It's going to be launching on Kickstarter at the end of August and the smaller ones are regulation size for your gaming table, so it fits on your 10 by 10 oh, battle cool. map. That's so cool. And then we have the Dyer Gelatinous Cube, which is, uh, you know, I like to say it's got a 30-foot movement speed and it clings to ceilings, <laughs> so it can drop down on unsuspecting adventurers. But each one of these will have a uh, set of dice in them, so they'll come with a dice set and they'll come, hopefully, if I get uh, a lot of traction with it, I'll be able to do like maybe miniatures or like bones or other kind of embeds in it to make it look nice and like awesome. gelatinous cute. That's great. 
All right, so tell us again, where can we find you if we're out of town and we want to order some of these great things? Yeah, so um, you can find me online. Right now I have my Etsy. It's uh, pureofmesoaps.etsy.com is where you can find me online right now. And then you can find me on Kickstarter as well for the gelatinous cube thing using this really cool QR code. So put your put your phone up to the screen. Yeah, do it right now. And then scan that bad boy. <laughs> You'll use all sorts of multiple. Go buy some soap because it's awesome I know. and some gelatinous cubes. Yeah, so I'm really awesome. excited about it. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for being on the show. I think it's a great idea. We're gonna get the word out. Awesome. And thank you so much for stopping by. Of course. And you know, I I love to see everybody at conventions. Come by, say hi, tell me about your character. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? We are here with David, and obviously, it's Rick Grimes. Uh, so, introduce yourself, and how did you get started with Rick? Okay, so, I, on social media, I go by the Everyday Grimes, and uh, so, my story started way back almost 20 years ago when he was in, and he did Love Actually. Yes. So, um, I had a girl that came to work and was like, you look just like this dude from this movie, and she never told me the movie or the guy. She was just excited to tell me. And then he got cast on Walking Dead, and I got stopped all the time. I can see why. Yeah, and then um, fast forward, I didn't really watch the show. I started watching the show, and then all my coworkers decided, hey, for Halloween, will you please try something for Rick? So I went out and bought a bunch of stuff and had no idea how expensive it was to buy all that stuff and sort of was like in shock. and. I wore it to Halloween. I went to a friend of mine who's a famous musician in Nashville. I did his Halloween party, handed out candy. My sister dressed up as Tara. Nobody cared that I looked that I dressed up as Rick, but everybody loved her Tara, including Alana Masterson. Saw it on Twitter and hit her back. And I'm like, okay, you know, like so then so then we a couple months later we get in the new year and Nashville Walker Stalker. I went and life changing. I walked through the doors and I got mobbed by thousands and thousands of people and I started doing it professionally and I do a lot of, I mainly do it with charity. I don't charge for pictures, I don't charge for appearances. Um, I do it a lot of charity work and now I'm friends with everybody from the show. I do a lot of charity work with them. Oh, that's great. I'm in Living with the Walking Dead currently that's uh, filmed with AMC It's part of their. Um, last push for the final season. And I'm also currently filming on a new Apple TV show awesome. that I can't fully talk about because yeah. oh, it's going ongoing. So yeah, that's kind of like how it started. Like everybody wants me to say cool. So, cool. Yeah. so that's, but I just like making people. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, nice hey you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Cheers to you, nerds. Hey, thanks for having me. Anytime. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parley of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info and parlay points are a companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I'm Madam Chris. 
And I'm Madam Amy. And we're the hosts of the Madam's Podcast, where it's all about movies, minus the mansplaining. Every week, we discuss a film that fits into a quirky theme for the month. And there's plenty of bonus content on our Patreon feed, too. So if you're looking for commentary that'll make you laugh and think, you found your new favorite show. New episodes of The Madams drop on Mondays, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Madams Pod, or on our website, themadamspod.com. What's up, guys? We are here with the overall winner of the cosplay contest right here in Knoxville at Fanboy. And what is your name? My name is Marley. And who are you cosplaying as? I am currently Cotton Cookie from Cookie Run Kingdom. Awesome. And you handmade every bit of your costume. How many hours do you think that made? I don't know exactly how many hours because I had school and work in between, but I know it did take about a month. Wow. And where are you originally from? I am from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And is this your first time in Knoxville? Um, yes. Awesome. And you win the whole thing. Yeah. First time <laughs> here. Might as well quit while you're ahead. It's like, you know, I can retire undefeated. Yeah, I think I'll still do it. Right. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So, uh, what made you want to get into cosplaying and when did you start? Um, well, I've always loved Halloween, so I couldn't just keep it to one day a year. I had to branch out. So once I figured out that I had a talent for making things, I started making my own costumes, and then it just kind of started from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Halloween's my favorite holiday. It's a great holiday. Uh, everyone I know loves Christmas, but man, Halloween, if it could be every day, I'd be happy. Christmas is good, but Halloween it's, is it's good. good. But Halloween's <laughs> great. Uh, uh, so we do a few Spitfire questions before we end each interview. Yeah. Um, first, your favorite superhero? don't think I have one. You have um, a I'll just I'll just go for um I don't know Batwoman. Batwoman, good yeah. choice. <laughs> favorite bad guy. Favorite Any bad, favorite bad guy. Um I'd have to go with Dr. Facilier from oh, Frog. So you love Yeah, the, I like that Dr. Fan you have I'm sure you've met Keith David. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, Keith David? Yeah, the voice? No. Um I just wanted to walk around today. <laughs> but I didn't know he was going to be here. Yeah. He's, uh, he's here. He's walking around doing autographs, stuff like that. Ah, so that's fun. That's, of course, the voice to Facilier, so that'd be Of great. course he is. Um, so, your, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? be? Um, probably flying. Flying? Yeah. Right, it makes so much easier. It'd make everything easier. Yes. It'd make everything. Thank you so much. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. It really, it really was. I mean, this is just well amazing. Deserved. Very well great. deserved. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank have you. fun. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Tyler here, and I am here at Fanboy Expo in Knoxville, and I, I am here talking with one of the cosplay contestants, and tell us your name. Hi, my name is Seth Elliott. Uh, my handle on TikTok is I wish I had a cool screen name. All little letters, all one word. Uh, I'm cosplaying as Shoto Aizawa from My Hero Academia today. Good choice, good choice. A lot of My Hero fans here this weekend. Uh, so, one thing that... I have to ask is, how did you get into the world of cosplay? Well, it kind of started when I was a little boy, truth be told, just going to Halloween down southern Alabama, all that. Uh, I remember my first costume that I can remember was uh, John Wayne. And the thing is, I couldn't read at the time, so my mom embroidered on my vest, John Wayne, 
so people would notice me because I was so scared they wouldn't recognize me. But uh, after that, I got really into cosplay uh, around in 2017, 2018, when I cosplayed as Dipper Pines at the Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. Uh, since then, I've just been keeping up with it by doing TikTok cosplays, so I don't have to wait for a convention or Halloween to come I understand. up. understand. TikTok cosplaying has become very popular. Very popular. So is this your first time in Knoxville? Yes, it actually is. Uh, I think I've crossed through here traveling a couple times, but I've never actually stopped and you know taken a look at the city. All right, great. Uh, so you did a fantastic job, and before we, uh, at the end of every interview with somebody, we like to kind of spitfire questions. So... Marvel or DC? Marvel. Okay. Favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Got a favorite Marvel or favorite DC superhero? Either one. Okay. Well, off the top of my head, I'd say my favorite Marvel is, first one, Spider-Man. My favorite DC, I'd have to say Green Lantern. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, Favorite franchise? Favorite franchise? Oh, God. I'd have to say Call of Duty. Okay. Uh, No, I'm not one of those uh, jerks that get online and yeah. say, oh, Call of Duty's the best. I just yeah. like playing the game. Okay, I understand. And if you could have any superpower in any, from any universe, what would you have? Oh, gosh. If I had to have any superpower, I'd say Wolverine's healing uh, just because I'm accident prone. Absolutely. <laughs> That's great. And uh, give us your TikTok handle one more time so people can follow you. Uh, my TikTok handle is I wish I had a cool screen name, all little letters, all one word. Um, I do lip syncs there. I do cosplays. I've got original characters. Uh, not very good. I'm still trying to upgrade. Just got backdrop. Just got tripod. All that good stuff. But all right. if you go on now, it's probably going to be a lot of videos of me in my bathroom. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? We are here with our dear friend, Cubster, a.k.a. Eli. And Photographer uh, extraordinaire. To the cause star. Exactly. So, how did you get into this line of work? Oh, dude, I just showed up at a cosplay event. Okay. Did not knew anybody, did not knew what cosplay was all about. I just saw people in costumes. I was like, wait a minute, it's like April. It's not Halloween yet, but we'll give it a shot. What was some of the cosplay that you saw this weekend, especially that you were really impressed by? What kind of blew you away? Uh, everything did. I mean, being the judge of the cosplay contest, it was really hard to yeah. make a decision. Um, but I mean, everybody did great. Man. Everyone looked great. I really liked the uh, the Green Lantern armor that we saw yesterday. Absolutely. I talked to him a little bit. I did the same work he did with the glue mm-hmm. um, when I started cosplay. Yeah. So that will that took me back back to my roots. You know, um, the Master Chief was really good too. Yes. Um, the Moon Moon Delorean. Moon Delorean was good too. Yeah. So. Everybody, everybody was Mandalorian's gotten a lot of love on our show this week. Right, right, right. So uh, before we we do our rapid fire questions that we love to ask, let's let's ask you this: uh, Where can we find you? Where can yeah. we find you on the social media? Facebook, Instagram, Cubster Photography, Cubster Cosplay Photography. So that's the only one. All right. So we're gonna do. We like to ask everybody these questions. It's like a little right. survey, okay? All right. Marvel or DC? Definitely Marvel. Good. Good choice. Favorite superhero? Cyclops. Cyclops! My man! Yeah! All right. Favorite supervillain? Definitely the penguin. Awesome. Good choice! Definitely That's a new one, too. It is one we yeah. haven't done before. Okay. This one. If you could have any superpower from any franchise, what would it be? That's a tough one. 
Um, I will say uh, a villain to heal, like Logan does. Okay. Yeah. You know, like not immortal, but the ability to not get old as fast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That way you can have a lot of time to do things. Exactly, because you know time passes really fast. Yes. Yeah. Like we'll be sitting down at the living room watching TV and be like, oh, it's nine o'clock already. Yep. Yeah. We turn around, oh, it's one o'clock already. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think time it's very important. For or even even the ability just to like slow down time, maybe like the Flash or something would be a good. Yeah. Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, yeah. he can too. So. Yeah. So favorite franchise of all time. That's a tough one too. I'm I'm pretty pretty open minded. Okay. I'll watch everything. I'll give I give it a shot at least. Yeah. You know. But there's yeah. nothing that sticks out as this is my number one thing. Like this is my my brand. Not really. Okay. Awesome. Jack of all trades. Okay. A, a, and master of none. Master I of think none. that <laughs> most people like us that that's that's generally general. Yeah. yeah. The way it's gonna be. We love everything. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having, guys having me. It's been a great weekend. Yeah, it's been a great weekend. It was great getting to know you, getting to work with you. Absolutely. And uh, we can't wait to see uh, where, where we see you next. And uh, tell them a little bit about the, uh, the before we leave, the con in Rome. Sure. Uh, KusaCon was founded uh, two years ago. Uh, we were going to have it, but then COVID happened. Yeah. Everything got canceled, pushed back. Uh, we had it last year. It was a great turnout. We have Ming Chang, we have Carrie Means, we have several groups of The Walking Dead. Um, Rome, Georgia is a little tiny town. Sure. You know, not everybody's gonna drive to Chattanooga for a convention or yeah. to Atlanta for a convention. So bringing Rome, bringing that to Rome, Georgia, yeah. it's like a, a fresh, a fresh air. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there, it was a lot of people hungry for cosplay. Yeah. Especially you know, young teenagers, kids. We draw about seven, eight hundred people. It's just a one-day show, yeah. new to Rome. I think we did pretty good. That's, That's good. Great. That's yeah. good. That's great. And it's happening again next month. Happening again November? November 5th. Yeah. November 5th. 5th. 5th of November. Remember, remember. Remember, remember. Oh, Here we go. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see a few Guy Fawkes there that yeah, day. Yeah, we'll probably see a lot of Guy Fawkes. Yeah. It'll be interesting. All right. Well, thanks again. It was great to work with you. Cheers to you, nerds. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Here at the booth with one of our favorite cosplayers of the week and from one of my favorite franchises, the Ghostbusters franchise. Introduce yourself, my friend. What's up, internet? I'm Mind Blown FX. Check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all those internet things you like to push buttons on. Yeah, and he was one of the judges for the cosplay contest. So how did you think it went? Um, I thought it went very well. I've been to a lot of cosplay contests. I've been a judge at a few of them. And I can say, we made something out of nothing. Um, it was already a thing happening, but when I saw the line of how many cosplayers were interested, first of all, my heart swelled because without cosplayers, we can't keep this thing going. Um, but we had so many people that we unfortunately had to turn some people away. Not because they weren't great, but there were so many and we had limited categories. So mm. thank you for everybody that came out first and foremost and shout outs to everybody who won. Great talent, great cosplayers out there. Absolutely. So what got you into the world of cosplay? Great question. Glad you asked. So back in 2010, um, well, let me, let, me, let me back up a little bit. In 2008, I was working at a radio station and I used to have very long lunch breaks. And I wanted to find a better Halloween costume than what they had at a Walmart or anything like that. So I started researching 
um, you know, extreme costumes or whatever. I found a place that made Mortal Kombat outfit for, they were like a hundred bucks. And I was like, well, that, that's not really what I want, but it's close. Anyway, I found out about cosplay, um, fiberglass resin, a thing called Peppercura, and people that make their own costumes. So um, I had a whole bunch of free time anyway. And at the time I went through a bad breakup. I was sleeping on the couch watching wrestling. If you're doing that, don't do that. That's depression, go talk to someone. But back to your question. I started researching different types of costumes and I started seeing cosplayers and I was doing it work and Peppercura, if you know what it is, it's where you print it on paper, turn those paper into shapes. And one of my uh, production managers goes, paper guns, huh? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's paper guns. And it, it just wasn't worth getting into it. But anyway, from there, the first thing I made was a Halo armor set. And I was so excited that I made the entire armor set out of Peppercura. And then I tried to fiberglass resin the whole thing at once. Don't do that either. Take your time, go piece by piece. I'm talking to you, Con Cruncher. You know who you are. Um, but that's really what got me into it. And uh, you gotta fail to get great. And that's what I learned. Cause I was like, oh man, I did everything I was supposed to do according to the internet and I failed. But after I failed, I came back and uh, got into EVA foam okay. and then started doing special effects makeup. Uh, I've done quite a few makeups. I've actually taught a few classes um, at Yamacon at Kanuga, uh, and I could be here listing cons all day, but I've taught classes on how to do special effects. Um, I like makeup, um, the latex, the foam latex, spirit gum, uh, but actually use prosthetic glue. It's a lot better. Um, I don't want to take up all the time I'm talking about it, but um, that's really what got, spirit gum is where you start when you yeah. don't know any better. Yeah. And, and I'm saying that because someone is going to see spirit gum and be like, well, they said don't use it. No, if that's where you are, that's where you start. So what is uh, your favorite, obviously Ghostbusters is a big thing for you. Is it your, to say your, your favorite movie franchise? Um, I, I don't know if I have a favorite franchise because I'm that big of a nerd. I am kind of partial to the 80s stuff. Okay. So when I was a kid, I was real young. This is when um, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Blood came out. Okay. I had that on VHS. I don't know how I got it. Used to watch it over and over. Yeah. Instead of being afraid, I would always wonder how'd they do that? And it made me yeah. want to get into prop making when I was younger. And I guess whatever happened, I didn't get into it until I was older. And since then, since 2010, I've been all over. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we have loved getting to know you this weekend. Uh, it's been fantastic. Tell them again where they can find you. Mindblown FX, M-I-N-D-B-L-O-W-N, letter F, the letter X, on all socials. You can find me there. Also, these guys are great. Make sure you're liking, following, sharing, all those internet things you're supposed to do for these guys. If you don't do it, I'm outside in your bushes. <laughs> Cheers to you, nerds. We are here with... James. James. And Valerie. And Valerie. And they are cosplaying today as Daredevil and Nightwing. two of my favorites. Dude, a, a, a duo that I'd love to see cross over. Yeah, Daredevil and Nightwing, it'd be great. It may happen here today. It may. So tell us about the process. First of all, why these characters? Why Nightwing? Why Daredevil? Um, I really relate to him as being like the funny one that's responsible for people and like hides their issues. <laughs> okay. And Daredevil? Um, 
one I can't see at all, right. um, as you guys know from yeah. walking across the stage. Right. Um, but also, I grew up Catholic, and so it was the first time I'd really connected with a Catholic superhero. I was like, oh yeah, that Catholic guilt. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> Me too. I get wow. that. Yeah. That's great. So talk about the process of putting the costume together. When did you start? What was the most challenging part about it, maybe? So I bought my suit off of AliExpress for like 20 bucks. Um, but the belt, I, my mom helped me make for Halloween costume in eighth grade. Thanks, I mom. Actually, thanks, mom. I actually sewed all of the like Velcro pouches on um, my dad's like little phone pouches and digital things. I sewed all that myself. And I made my Eskrima sticks Ooh. by um, taking a squeegee, taking the top off, and then painting oh, it. Wow. And I hand sewed these um, holsters for them. Very creative. And this is like my first like technically second um, cosplay that I've ever done. Wow, great job. Thank okay. you. Yeah, it looks great. Talk to us about Daredevil. Oh, I'm old compared to you now. <laughs> you just aged me. Um, so I started the build probably about seven months ago because I knew it was going to take a while. Yeah. Um, I did the vest. So the piece that you see at the top is actually separate. So underneath is an undersuit that is the arms and the legs, and I actually have like ventilation because this thing is really hot. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Yeah, yeah. and so I actually have the magnetic snaps, uh -huh. so I can take it on and off myself. Yeah. Um, the most difficult piece was the helmet. Um, so it's made with an EVA foam skeleton, paper mache on top, and then bondo on top of that. And the lenses are made out of uh, gels that you put over theatrical lights. Okay. Which is why I can't see through them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really getting into character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. some method acting. Oh, method acting. Okay, so we like to ask guests on the show a couple of quick rapid-fire questions, all right? Okay. Now, the first one I think I already know the answer to, but you never know. Marvel or DC? DC. Marvel. I like this. Right. I like this dynamic. What's next? Uh, favorite superhero? Donna Troy. Troy. Comics Hawkeye. Okay. Hawkeye. You never hear Hawkeye. Okay, interesting. How about favorite villain? Blackfire. I guess if you count the Punisher as a villain, I would say the Punisher. Okay, okay a little anti-hero anti villain. Time to time back okay. uh, If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Transmutation. Okay. I think I'd want to be invisible. I think that would be interesting. Nightwing's done a lot of thinking. She's, very, she's been very quick on the answer. I yeah. watched Eternals, and <laughs> I love Jim Chan. Thank you. And the last question. Uh, what's your favorite franchise? Game, movie, TV? Anything. Um, I really like Percy Jackson. Like Good choice. Books, musical, yeah. not the movie. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars. Good choice. Right on, Easy. Right on. Good choice. Thank you all so much, and we Thank can't you. wait to see you all back here. All right. Thanks. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? We are here with our friend Crystal, a.k.a. Storm, obviously. A.k.a. Mutant Glue. Yes, Mutant Glue on social media, and she was one of the amazing judges at the cosplay contest. I had help. I had yes, help. you did have help. So how did you get started in this world of cosplay? I went to Wizard World. Literally, that's the first time I started cosplaying, and then I cosplayed Gambit. And then people started taking pictures of me. And then, uh, yeah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that was my first attempt. That was baby's first attempt to cosplay. Oh. <laughs> you gotta love the but, first. Something special. But um, then my friends started to go every year. And I'm like, okay, we can do this every year. We can do this. And this, this was just in Nashville. Okay. And then we started expanding to places called Intact. 
Tycon, things like that. And uh, yeah, that's I've been it since 2019 professionally. Go to a lot of cons and take photos and cell phones and stuff like that. Yes. Tell so, us about some of the uh, cosplays that you've seen here this weekend. Like, what's some stuff that stands out? Oh, there were so many. Um, first, this huge mech yeah. with the green lights. Yes. That was one. Uh, all the Master Chiefs that I saw running around here, that was another. Uh, I just started seeing Dr. Facilier's today. Yeah. That made you me You did sad. it first. I did it yesterday. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was, but the one with the winter cookie, I still have her progress pictures. Yes, yes. But the winter she's, cookie, she did everything. She's a senior in high school. Really? Yeah. yeah. She wants to go into that world costume. As she should. Yeah. As so she we said, should. We told her parents that we were going to try to get everyone here to uh, like write ranking college recommendations and stuff. Oh, yes. So uh, Listen. Like, we're all on Instagram, get a hold of everybody. And, Yes, definitely. I yeah. will save those pictures in case she needs them. Yeah. Not, that, that wouldn't be a problem at all. So, are we clear to say that uh, you're a mutant fan? Obviously. Of course, of course. Is Storm your favorite mutant? Yes, she is. It's, it's Storm, then, then Gambit, then Wolverine. So. It's a good choice. It's a good top three. Gambit's one of my favorites. Wolverine's one of his. You're in good company here. Yeah. Of course, yeah. of course. Absolutely, absolutely. So. If you could have any superpower, would it be hers? Oh, uh, actually, I think it would be robes. Only, oh. only if I could control it better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which I can, and can my be comic book over there, but that's besides the point. Yes. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So you have a comic book. Yeah, I'm actually sponsored by a company called Sovereign Comics, and they have an issue called Stars. And think of it like. Um, Jim and the holograms, but with powers, and then they can go And my character actually has uh, powers like Rogue, except she can either give you health, or she can actually control two powers at once. Okay. So she has a better grip on it, but I would I would be dangerous with that. So we talked about heroes, but what about villains? Do you have oh, a favorite villain? Oh, Facilier all the way. Okay. Dr. Facilier is my... He is the one person, or the one cartoon character that got me into love and villain so much. Oh. I just, I love, after that is Poison Ivy, and then and then Catwoman, and then Dahlia, and then just the list goes yeah. on. So I take it you've got your picture, your autograph, your pop. Yes. You've had a good weekend. Oh, I had a very good weekend. And he's a sweetheart? He's an absolute sweetheart. <laughs> His line was backed up every yeah. time I walked by, mm -hmm. so I didn't attempt it. This, except for this morning. This morning it was it was pretty low, but once you get there early, he spent a little bit more time with you. He was very sweet. Good, good. Well, thank you for helping us with the cosplay contest. Of course, of course, anytime. And we look forward to seeing you again in the future. Of course. Y'all better see me in the yeah. future. That's a threat. Yeah. And that's Mutant Glue on all social media. Cheers to you, nerds. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Welcome to the 30 Nerdy Podcast. We are here with our friend Kiki, and she was another one of our amazing judges in the cosplay contest yesterday. Kiki, hello. Hi. How's Knoxville been for you this weekend? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So tell us about how you got started in cosplay. Well, I started in 2011. My friend dragged me to a con after he told me about a con whenever I went to a summer camp, and I've been hooked ever since. So what was what would you say is the cosplay that you've done that you're the most proud of? 
Because I have so many. <laughs> um, well, I cosplay Zero Two quite often, including the reason why I dyed my hair <laughs> pink, literally. Um, but I did cosplay from the Neptunia series and have done latex cosplays, and I'm super proud of those. So that that was a lot of fun and really hot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are some of the cosplays that you've seen this weekend that you're just like, wow? Uh, well, definitely that big armor one yeah. that was like walking around on stilts. Yeah, like, the eight Whoa. foot tall armor. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> yeah. And um, that fawn that we saw, that we uh, judged on, uh, yes. she was so pretty. Yeah. She handmade everything, including the jewelry, the horns, the hooves. Like, that was like, yeah. really pretty. We were really uh, excited about the Moon DeLorean. The Moon DeLorean. Moon DeLorean. Oh, yeah. Moon Knight, Mandalorian <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, what's next for Kiki? Where are we going next? Uh, well, I don't honestly know. I have a few cosplays in the works currently. I'm still working on Pow Pow for my Jinx. Okay. And uh, slowly getting that fixed up. It, there's big props involved with Jinx, so that's going to take me a little bit to work on. I'm almost done with Yor from Spy X Family, and I'm working on Sailor Venus, Sailor Neptune. Oh, the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> I've done a lot of Sailor Moon cosplays, and I'm working my way into all of them. <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome. And how can people find you? Uh, all of my links are basically the same exact name. It's XX Kiki Rose XX. Awesome. And it's all the same name. Before we let you go, we have some rapid fire questions that we're going to throw at you. Okay. okay, you ready? All right, so your favorite superhero of all time? Oh, dang it. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a toss up, that's okay too. I don't know. Favorite superhero? Uh, Stripperella. Stripper, really? Wow. That's a new one. That's a that's throwback. Never, we've never had yeah, that we've one. We've not had also. that one before. And that's because I cost later. Okay. <laughs> Spit that one out. Yeah. Uh, super villain. Poison Ivy. Good choice. Very good choice. Favorite, that's yeah. that's me too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you could have one superpower out of all the powers that there are, which one would you choose? Uh, mind Ring. Mind Ring. That's a scary. I'd be afraid of that one. I think. You gotta be confident to, to like, what what are people really thinking right now? Yeah, what are they thinking about yeah. me? I don't think I can do this. Kiki, thank you so much for joining us. You've been great all weekend. It was great to work with you. I know. It was, so much fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Go check out Kiki Rose. Find her. Subscribe, like, share, everything. Cheers to you, nerds. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Brought to you by Advertising Expressions. Encore Theatrical Company. Tennessee Legend Distillery, and the Gatlinburg Brewing Company. 30 and Nerdy Podcast is a Bad Cast Company production, founder of the Council of Nerds. Survive the apocalypse by finding 30 and Nerdy Podcast along with other amazing shows at podchaser.com. Looking for more on the 30 and Nerdy Podcast? Check out the website, 30andnerdypodcast.com. There you'll find our directory. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere in between. To leave a voicemail, 
you can go to speakpipe.com slash 30andnerdypod or you can leave an email 30andnerdypod at gmail.com Until next time, nerd up or shut up. Cheers to you nerds. I don't have